Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, as usual, we're broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them as a, a business, or uh, and you want to, to have that bank deliver that service in a personal way, that's a tough combination to find sometimes, but you'll find it at Renaissance Bank. And that's been my experience uh, with uh, Renaissance and their great bankers. So if you need a better start to the new year for your business and your banking relationship, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome an old friend. Donald Peterson is with us, folks. He's the Academy Director of the Iron Horse Golf Academy. He is also Featured golf instructor at the hotel at Avalon. Yeah. Good morning, hey, Don. John. Hey, welcome. Yeah, thanks. Uh, good to be back. It's been yeah. quite a while. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. been a minute or two. A pandemic yeah. or so, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um, give us an introduction for those that don't know you, and there's a, a lot of golfers around here do know you, but for those sure. that don't, uh, uh, tell tell everyone a little bit about what you're up to. Sure. Um, as you know, I started uh, the Swing Factory. I have a golf, had a golf academy for years, indoor Training, I've done, uh, you know, I've been around. Yep, uh, for Atlanta sure. For almost 30 years now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just like everyone, I, I had uh, problems during the pandemic. We closed closed up the indoor golf studio that I had, mm-hmm. but I found a new home yeah. and uh, went out. Um, Crooked Creek was uh, sold at auction, I believe, uh, back about a year ago in December. Mm-hmm. And the new owners, uh, Wendy and Basil Beck, um, they, they uh, had purchased uh, Beaver Dam. Uh, farms which is over in athens yeah um i think about three years ago and they were fixing that place up mm-hmm. and they decided they needed two golf courses so that they could <laughs> kind of run people back and forth and and uh share resources and things like that so yeah uh, when they took over crooked creek it became iron horse golf club okay and i think if people know a little bit about golf they know that uh, crooked creek was one of the finer golf clubs on the north side it was very pristine golf mm-hmm. course at one point and it had called it had kind of to be fair fallen in disrepair and uh sure. so they've they've been uh the the last year uh, spending a lot of time on the golf course they've cleared trees you know opened up some of the greens in the air um they had some some uh repair they needed to do on the greens mm-hmm. but just in the last two or three months i mean our members are ecstatic about how things are coming along that's awesome um, now they're doing a lot of work to the clubhouse mm-hmm. um hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, yep. going into repairing the clubhouse. So um, they brought in uh, uh, a consultant and his name is Alan Bonin and he was formerly of PGA West mm-hmm. and uh, can't say enough good things about him. He's, he's just turned the whole place around. Um, uh, he's now general manager there. And so I think everything's going in a, in a really good direction. Uh, their, their plans are to, you know, obviously uh, bring, Iron Horse Golf Club back into one of the prominent clubs on the north side. Right. Uh, but they, they also, we have like a reciprocal type thought that they're they're going to try to incorporate where we're going to take some of the 
members at Iron Horse Golf Club and and uh, take them over for uh, um, golf at uh, Beaver Dam Farms, which is interesting. It used to be Kenny Rogers Golf Resort. Yeah, uh, we uh, tell, tell, give yeah. a little of that history because that's you know kind I don't I don't know as much as I should, but <laughs> I'm still learning as we go. But yeah. obviously, Kenny Rogers built it. I think you know, it was prominent in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. and I guess all of um, uh, country music, uh, the stars used to go there, uh-huh. have a good time, and, and Hollywood and yeah. sports celebrities, Michael Jordan, Barkley, um, they they've done a lot over there and, and had a good time with it. Like I said, it was uh, there's it's a I think it's a thousand acre farm, mm. and so there's horses, there's an organic garden, there's I think there's tennis courts. I'm not positive about that, but they have an 18 hole golf course that's 6,300 yards, mm. and it's just beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a pretty pretty property. Mm-hmm. So I got to see it Monday, and we, we went over the the leadership team from Iron Horse went over and we took a tour, and um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be that's a lot cool. Of fun. They have they have a little. I was really impressed. They have a little. They, they call it the Dam Bar. It's the Beaver Dam Bar. And it's, <laughs> and it's, on this, it's on this lake, and it's all. They, they had it made with all this really cool decking. There's like three or four decks that go out onto the water. And, mm-hmm. and the little bars, it's not really a tiki hut type bar, but it's surrounded by glass and it's got a mm-hmm. high high ceiling in the middle. It's just a really cute place. Mm-hmm. So, And their their plans are to make that uh, Beaver Dam Farms a private event facility. So gotcha. it should, should be really fun. And we, we have some plans. I'll kind of elaborate on that. We're going to try to do maybe master's hospitality because it's only an hour and 15 minutes from Augusta. Right. Right. We're also probably looking at doing some golf schools and golf, uh, golf and game packages around the uh, university of Georgia football, home football games. Oh, wow. That'll be fun. So, uh, but the uh, ultimate idea is maybe to have some reciprocity between Beaver Dam and Iron Horse. Yes. And then um, obviously with the golf academy, my, my job or my task is to start trying to build, golf schools, um, corporate, uh, company business outings, things like that. So, um, that's where I went in. I aligned myself with, um, Avalon hotel at Avalon. And, um, we met the manager there and, and Cheryl Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. and she just said, what do you want? I said, well, I'd like to be your feature golf instructor. And I'd like to help, uh, any golf entertainment that you have at the hotel here. I'd like to help with that. Right. And then, uh, Iron Horse Golf Club is a private club, but as the director of the academy, I'm allowed to bring guests, and I'm also allowed to um, recruit corporations for golf outings and things like that. So um, my, my job got really big uh, when Alan came in. <laughs> he, he looked at my resume, and I had a lot of a lot of corporate golf entertainment in my past. I worked with Anheuser Busch and R.J. Reynolds and right. um, AT and T, Bell South, a whole bunch of different companies. Uh-huh. And so I, I have a lot of experience there, and. Um, I had an agent at one time, so so they booked me around the country. So I, I know a little bit of what's going on with the with that type of a business. Sure, sure, yeah. You've you've uh, you've definitely had a varied career when it comes to golf. Which, yeah, you know, very yeah. very interesting. So um, I want to get more talk about the hotel at Avalon more in a second, but yeah. talk about what uh, I mean. Obviously. Uh, coming in and investing in a golf course that's um you know at the time it'd seen better days obviously right yeah, and took yeah. took took some work to get get things turned around just talk about that process i mean there was obviously a jewel in the rough that yeah. uh the owners saw and uh, uh you know and they're obviously delighted 
that they own it now. They're putting the money into it to make it work. Yeah. What's the? How does that plan unfold? I guess how, you know well, that, that process to make it make it restore it to its former glory. Uh, the way I understand it, and I don't. You know, I've, I met uh, Wendy Beck and and her husband Basil. We've talked a little bit, but I I can't speak for them. But I think that they had had golf in their family, mm-hmm. um, so they had a love of it. I think um, after going over to Beaver Dams and seeing the property, I think. Uh, they wanted to restore um, these places, both of them. Mm. As, you know, in my way of thinking, that is kind of fun. Yeah. When you see something that's a diamond in the rough, and you think, "Oh, well, I've got the resources to fix this up," and and so, and, and I told Wendy, I said, "I said, hey, I said we've got a lot of revenue to generate in order to help you pay for this." And, and, <laughs> that's and, right. And it, it, it's it's an impressive what they're able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a horse facility out there and I thought it was a hundred thousand square feet when I saw it, but it's only 73,000 square feet. Oh, but only 73,000. Okay. But just to, just to tell you the scope of what they're doing. I mean, they were talking about how they've repaired the, the whole ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, um, you know, in a horse arena, you know, I, I pictured, um, just dirt for the sure. floor, uh-huh. but they said it was, I think it was some sort of rubber compound that they put in there. Um, uh, but they've taken that all out and, and poured concrete over that whole 73,000 square feet. Oh, wow. And they're turning it into a, um, auto museum and, and they have, it's just, it's just phenomenal. What okay. They're doing. We're trying to create a, a special place where people come for events. Yeah. And this is all at Beaver Dam. Yes. Right. So, yeah. so in terms of iron horse, so what, what is the, um, you talked about the, the members and they're getting pretty excited about seeing yeah. the where, things are going um talk about the course itself because yeah. you you and i were talking a little bit before we came on about uh you're you've seen every course in atlanta and yeah. you've got a high opinion you've had a high opinion of this course for a long time well i remember playing it we had tournaments there back in the pga section events i remember playing it way back then I, you know it was one like i said it was one of the top private clubs in the north side of atlanta so it's like going to atlanta athletic club or going over um you know, golf club of Georgia, something mm-hmm. like that. So when you, when you went there, it was perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really, really well kept. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, that's the plan. But the thing I was telling you was if you look at just layouts, um, there's not a bad hole on what used to be Crooked Creek. It's Iron Horse Golf Club now, but uh, Mike Riley designed it. And it's mm-hmm. just from, from the first hole to the 18th, every hole's different. Every hole has a, um, is, is pretty visible from the tee. You don't have blind shots anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, a really good layout. Um, mm. we've got great par fives, we've got some really good par threes and just, you know, um, excellent par fours. So there's mm-hmm. not a bad hole in the golf course. So if you're comparing other it to other golf courses, you know, even the best golf courses in the city have two or three bad holes or like, you know, yeah. they had to, they had to do something somewhere <laughs> just to make right. a golf hole there. Just, just to get to 18. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So, and, and, you know, looking Looking at the condition of the course now versus where it was a year ago, um, you know, obviously early in the spring, I think everyone's excited to see what the condition will be because it was getting really good towards the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, Donald Peterson is with us, folks. Don is the academy director at Iron Horse, Iron Horse Golf Academy, and he's also the featured golf instructor at Hotel at Avalon. So let's talk about the academy. Sure. Um, so, what kind of um, lessons and events will you be offering there? Sure. Um, 
So when they built um, Iron Horse at, or Crooked Creek back when I was in the day, uh, they um they I don't know where Ping approached them, but Ping built a fitting center there. And at the time, it was it was kind of state of the art. I mean, it was a really well built building. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. It's, now it's turned into my teaching building, academy building. But <clears throat> it has two bays um, that hit out onto the driving range. We have two tees on the driving range. So there's a front tee. And there's a back tee. Mm. Um, it's a pretty good driving range. It's got nice targets. Um, the Bex and Mr. Bonin, uh, we've decided to put a tee in the front of the um, academy um, bay. So there's going to be five hitting spaces in front of the building now that we're have. So then we can go in, in and out of the teaching building. We're going to have, obviously, all the equipment inside, the videos, um, launch monitors, things like that. So. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to try to do is, as I said, I'll do private lessons, um, small golf schools, two, three, four, five people in a golf school, larger golf schools. We can do 10 or 15, 20 people. Mm-hmm. We can do uh, playing lessons on the course. We can, there's just, it's kind of unlimited, really. There's a lot of things we can do there. Sure. And, and it's a great facility. Um, and we're, like I said, it's going to be, I can't wait and see it. Uh, come March 1st, we're going to have the Academy um, updates finished up. So Yeah, that. That's cool. That's one, cool. One of the things I didn't mention was at the far end, they've given me permission to um, give them some ideas down there. So we're going to put a um, a seated area that's covered. It'll be like a lounge area at the at the far end of the range. And then we're going to put a small building so I can have a lot of teaching equipment out there. So when I do a golf school, it'll be private, kind of at the back end of the range. It's just a beautiful setting, really large um, Bermuda grass tee mm-hmm. and it's just, it's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, Don, you've, um, well, you really kind of wrote the book. I mean, you've got, how many books do you have? I know, I know at least one, right? Well, um, before I I landed at Iron Horse Golf Club, I was trying to do a lot of promotion of myself, obviously. And, And as a golf professional, what you do is you, you come up with teaching and training ideas and concepts and, um, since I've done it so much, I've given, you know, I, I estimated, I, I counted up. I know I've given a hundred thousand lessons now. Wow. Some of these were mini golf lessons. I used to do these corporate golf entertainment where, you know, I'd give a lesson to someone every three minutes. So mm-hmm. I, I did one event where I, I put three, put through almost a hundred people. There's 90, I think I ended up with 98 <laughs> and I was kind of mad at the end of the night because I didn't know. And yeah. I counted them up. I, I counted up how many videos I'd done that night. Uh-huh. And I did 98 lessons in like one one night. But they're, you know, mini lessons. And then, of course, if you count your clinics and your golf schools and sure. things like that, it adds up. But you were trying to get to 100. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah. not, that night I would have liked to. Have, yeah. You know, that would have been kind of fun. That would have been cool. I think it was an Arthur Anderson group or something like that. But And we were down at the Georgia Dome, so it was like filled um, – so you may be in the Guinness Book of World Records. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that one time. I thought about it. I should I should try to do <laughs> the most amount of golf lessons given in one day or something. There you like go. That. I like Ra- it. Raise some money or something. I might do that eventually someday. We'll mm-hmm. see. So anyway, then you know, as you develop all these concepts, you know, I wrote a book called originally it was called um, Step by Step Through the Swing Factory, and then I transitioned it into a book called Baseball Golf, and the original book was you know kind of a, a circuit training concept mm-hmm. where you break down the golf swing and you work step by step to build your golf swing. And then I had a chapter in there called don't blame baseball. And I, I was working with a marketing guy one time and he was a big shot and he knew his, he knew his stuff. And he told me, he says, I think you ought to change the name to baseball golf. And, and then 
market it that way. Mm. Well, I, I didn't like that idea, so I didn't go with it. But uh-huh. then a couple of years later, I started thinking about it. I go, it is kind of a catchy name because if you if you name it something like that, it's it's going to be people are going to say, oh, I love that idea, or people are going to say, ooh, that's just stupid, right? Right, right. So so I kind of was, I thought it was a controversial name, so I decided to do it. But at the same time, my book when I first started it was more of a how to train or how to learn golf. It wasn't a swing method. Mm-hmm. And when I turned it into baseball golf, it kind of became a swing method, which I, I didn't really like, but I didn't mind either because it, it, it gave baseball players a concept of what to do because there's a lot of similarities. And what I, what I did was I just told baseball players, if you're going to play golf, this is how you can use the skills that you developed in baseball for golf. And so I kind of changed and rewrote the book to be baseball golf. And uh, then after that, I went back several years later and I started think, thinking, okay, well, I don't want a swing method bo- book. Mm-hmm. I want a how to learn to play book. And it became, you know, I, I call it a training method or a training style. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went back and I used to compare my training style to Karate Kid all the time. So. Mm-hmm. I told people, I said, I said, it's kind of like wax on, wax off for golf. Mm. And because it, you take the club away and you take the ball away and you train people and then you add the club back and you train them and then you add the ball back. So it's kind of a whole system of how to retrain. Everyone has muscle firing patterns when they mm-hmm. hit a golf ball. Mm-hmm. If you learn with incorrect muscle firing patterns, uh, you swing in the wrong muscles in the wrong sequence, you don't do too well. But if, and also all instructors, I think, if you look at just the overall, what happens, anybody who comes to me has the, the, a, a similar problem. They're swinging with the wrong muscles or they're swinging on the wrong sequence. Mm. That could be a tour player or it could be a 140 shooter. So if I'm going to work with someone, what I'd like to try to do is get them to use the right muscles in the right sequence. And, and if you do that, then the club's swinging on plane. You've got your geometry all in place. You've got leverage and, and everything works well. Um, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of other teachers. Um, there's other, te- there's some teachers I'm not a fan of, but I was, I was kind of pulling up Jim McLean the other day because I'm kind of looking at what they're doing at their golf schools. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to a couple of his, his, um, philosophies and we're, we're almost identical in so mm. many of the ways that we think. Mm. So, so what I try to do is I try to get people to swing in the most efficient manner. And, it, and if you do that, you're going to make improvements um, somewhere along the line gotcha. with everyone. So my method of taking the ball away and taking the club away, retraining, it teaches people how to use their body more efficiently. And then when you put the club back, they learn how to leverage the club more efficiently. And and then when you put the ball back, I use a larger ball um, rather than have them hit balls off the ground because most of your problems come from trying to lift the ball off of the ground, especially beginners. But mm-hmm. even someone who started without any training they develop problems. So you have to, you have to figure out how, how best to fix that. So, I've so always, really, yeah, go, I was just going to say, so really what you're doing is breaking down someone's old habits and, uh, and, yeah. and then building them back up. Well, <clears throat> I always tell people, you, it's, if you have a muscle firing pattern in your brain, that's mm-hmm. a computer program, right? Basically you put a ball down there and people react to it. So you react by just doing the same thing over and over. And if that's causing all your bad shots, right, which is what, what happens with bad players, then to get you to have good results, you should probably change that computer program mm-hmm. and maybe change the muscle firing sequence so that you, 
uh, use the right muscles and use them in the right sequence. And it's really not hard if you learn it correctly in the beginning. Um, it's really not hard. The problem is so many people learn incorrectly and then they have these habits that they can't break. Mm. So gotcha. in, in my golf schools, what I, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get, um, you know, if I have beginners or intermediate people come to me, they're really easy because you just start them in the beginning. You don't have to break any habits, right? You built, you're building them. Mm-hmm. But then if I have someone who's played 20 years and they've been to six different golf schools and 20 different teachers, <laughs> then they're, they're a gumbo of a mess. huh? Sometimes. But, yeah. But it's kind of funny because I've had so many people come to me and, and they, you know, everybody's different and every doctor has a different opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. And every golf professional has a different opinion. Sure. So. Sure. Um, Don Peterson is with us, folks. He's the Academy Director at Iron Horse Golf Academy. He's also the featured golf instructor at Hotel at Avalon. I want to get to that. So you, you, um, this is something relatively new for you. What does it mean to be the featured golf instructor? When, when someone, a guest comes to Hotel at Avalon, uh, what are you able to offer them? Well, that's, that's what we did. I, uh, Alan, uh, the manager over at Iron Horse Golf Club, he, he challenged me. He said, hey, you know how to build a golf academy. That's what I want you to do here. So um, we, we both decided one of the first things you have to do is you have to have an affiliation with a good hotel. We have to have accommodations for golf, golfers coming from around the country. Mm-hmm. So I went over and just kind of knocking on some doors. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Hotel Avalon was only four miles away, 12-minute 12, sure. 12 ride from the Iron Horse Golf Club. We thought that was a perfect fit. So I went in there and made my introductions and – and then um, I got a call back from the general manager, and she says, what do you want? I, I said, I want to be your feature golf instructor. And I said, I'd also um, like to help with any golf entertainment, any golf, any clients who come in asking for golf, we'd like to help them. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was a great idea. So That's awesome. So what I want to do is, you know, obviously if, um, if a guest comes in and says, hey, where can I go play, then they're going to contact me or contact uh, Chris Morado, the uh, head golf professional at Iron Horse Golf Club, and uh, we can work out accommodations for them to play with we get, play with a member, play with uh, me, or play with Chris, or we'll figure out a way to get them out there. Uh, when we have openings, and obviously we're a private club, so we're going to cater to our members, but we also have uh, potential for um, customers coming from um, at Hotel Avalon. So uh, obviously I'm, I'm going to try to accommodate anyone who wants a golf lesson while they're in town sure um as a you know i was voted top 50 teacher three years by golf uh, range magazine mm-hmm. um i taught todd hamilton british open champion mm-hmm. and, and like you said i've written three books so i've yeah. been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. um i have a following online i started building youtube videos and things like that so i think i have the ability to draw people to come uh, for lessons and i think um as the feature instructor at Hotel Avalon, I have a lot to offer. So someone might want to come out and, and listen to what I have to say. So that's what we're, we're counting on. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh, well, I know I, I, you have a following. I know that. So yeah. yeah and and uh, that's, that's no, uh, no exaggeration at all. You've got a big following and you've, uh, you've had some pretty um, prestigious students as well. Right. Over time. Right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you mentioned Todd Hamilton. Yeah. Um, Open champion two thousand four, um, but you've had um, uh, just a wide variety of clients and and students over the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've actually forgotten some of them, but there was a <laughs> there was a. <clears throat> I, I worked with Jeff Foxworthy at one point. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. He yeah. was just a, a 
uh, that was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories and just a good, genuine guy. Mm-hmm. So I got to know him a little bit. Um, let's see. I worked with Vernon Forrest, and that was the boxer. I think he was a, one of the – he wasn't a heavyweight. He was Walter Wader. I, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. He actually um, – he's passed, but, mm. but um, he was one of the ones who, who – um, well – He's passed. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I get so, it. I get so, it. So, uh, but who else? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a friend of mine named Tim Ware. He's an actor. I've worked with him quite a bit. Okay. Um, he was in the Heat of the Night. It's been in like eighty some movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of different people. So it's been a lot of fun. That's that's uh, that's cool. That's cool. So what is uh, so talk about uh, you know we're uh, here doing this show at the end of 2023. 2022 looking ahead to 2023 yeah um what as the weather improves what can folks look for from iron horse golf club in the academy well uh, obviously um there are and we have 400 a little bit more than 400 members right now so um Brittany reeves is the uh, kind of our uh, director of operations director of revenue mm-hmm. um she she's she's the one to call and talk to about membership. Got it. So anybody who's looking for a membership at a really nice golf club, mm-hmm. um, they should they should call her and talk to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, the golf course is just going to keep improving. Mm-hmm. Um, the academy updates and all of that. So, um, I think because it, the course was in disrepair for several years, um, events probably have gone to other facilities. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be looking to bring events back to, um, you know, we're um, open Tuesday through Sunday and closed on Monday, like a lot of private clubs. Mm -hmm. So we'll have Mondays open for events. I'm sure as we, as we get further into the season, right. Um, Our greens, I think there's three that are still a little bit rough, but I think they'll, they'll be in fine shape. Um, my master's time for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playable now. It's not like they're closed or anything. They're, they're okay, but they're yeah. still a little rough and need a little bit of growing time. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the golf course is just looking fabulous. That's really great. pretty. So That's Mike great. Lawrence is the superintendent there. He's doing a great job. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. Shout out to Mike on the great job. Yeah. So um, one more question I want to let you, then I'll let you go. Um, what, Folks that are thinking about a golf event or, or a golf related event, the corporate event, you know, right. you know, and they've, they've got, uh, it's a business event, you know, with a bunch of golfers, you, you've got lots of experience at putting those kind of events yeah. together and, uh, looking to do that at iron horse. What, what's, what, what advice would you give, um, a business owner or someone planning an event for a team, uh, to make it a great event? You know, that's a really good question. I think the main thing is to make sure that everything runs well and everyone has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, they get what they want. So mm-hmm. if you want a half-day golf school and then golf in the afternoon, then you want to make sure that um, that all goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got we've got a great chef out there, so you want to make sure you have good food. <laughs> that's right. right. Good food always yeah. helps, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Keith is uh, – Chef Keith does a really good job. In fact, we, uh, we have a um, – team leader meeting every week mm-hmm. and uh there was lots of letters that came in from one of his recent meals mm. and everyone was really happy with that so i think good food is mm-hmm. it, right right um and the facility obviously mm-hmm. has to be top notch 
Um, service has to be top notch. So um, I've been around good service um, a lot because mm-hmm. of some of the facilities that I was, um, you know, I was at Exmoor Golf and Country Club up in Chicago, mm-hmm. Barrington Hills. And these mm-hmm. are elite clubs, kind of like Atlanta Athletic Club sure. or, or Golf Club of Georgia down here. Um, I was at a couple of elite clubs in New York, mm-hmm. Bedford Golf and Tennis Club, uh, uh, Rolling Hills. So um, I've seen the best type of service. So um, I know Chris Morato, our director of golf, he is one of the best pros as far as personality and just he's really good at running events. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things I think. You want to make sure that things run and you get good service, you know, good food, a good quality golf, and, you know, in my case, good good instruction, right? right. So all, of, all that stuff kind of ties in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good words here from Don Peterson, folks. Um, Don is uh, – He's one of the most accomplished uh, golf instructors, uh, not just here in North Fulton, but around the world. Uh, a great instructor. And if you want to know more uh, about uh, where he's hanging out now at Iron Horse Golf Academy, um, Don, let's give the yeah. dire- directions on how folks can find you. Sure. Um, our website is the Iron Horse Golf Club. So it's T H E I R O N, Horse Golf Club dot com. Um, you can go there and look at uh, look at the website. We'll um, probably by January first, we'll have the academy um, information on there. It's not quite there yet, so we're going to try to finalize most of the information by January first. The academy grand opening is scheduled for March first, right now. Mm. Um, so that's, that's that's where the information is. My uh, email address is dpeterson at the Iron Horse Golf Club. So anybody wants to contact me that way. And just a reminder, it, it, I think golfers know where Crooked Creek was and uh, where Iron Horse is, but it's 3530 Highway 9 North in Milton. So, yeah, you know, just a couple miles north of downtown Alpharetta. Yeah. And right on Highway 9, there's a par three hole yep. right, visible right from the road. Everyone mm-hmm. can kind of see it. And like I said, private golf club, but um, really nice. Yeah. Great stuff. Don Peterson, folks, Iron Horse Golf Academy and Hotel at Avalon. Don, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, thanks. This has been great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good it's always always great to chat with you. Yeah. Hey, folks, if you've got some problems that, uh, speaking of uh, bad golf game, maybe you've got a uh, bad business game. <laughs> you're, you're, you're spending too much time on administrative tasks or bookkeeping or back office uh, concerns and uh, jobs that you really need someone else to handle so you can handle the front office and work with clients and prospects. Well, I've got a suggestion, and that involves calling Office Angels, 770-442-9246. Office Angels is not a temp firm or a placement ag- uh, agency. They match a business owner's support needs with angels. And yes, they're angels. I work with several of them myself. They've got the talent and experience necessary to handle work that's essential to making your business run successfully. So if you'd like to know more about their services, again, call SES Cabido at 770-442-9246. Tell her I had you call. And also, you could go to officeangels.us to learn more. And folks, just a quick thank you. 
as we uh, are wrapping up 2022, we're coming up on show number 600 that we'll have early in January. We're excited about that. We've only gotten this far because of your support. So if you uh, uh, have shared the show, if you've subscribed to the show, if you've sent us guests, if you've been a guest, if you continue to listen, we're grateful for you. So uh, we're, we're, uh, we're humbled by the support we get and excited about the support we get. Um, if you are not currently a subscriber, you can find the show on all the major podcast apps. North Fulton Business Radio is the search term, and we'd be honored if you'd subscribe to the show. So for my guest, Don Peterson, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.